0: Hey, and welcome to Fangirl NFL Show. This will be your one-stop shop for all things game day.
1: It's a weekly chat with your football besties. Whether it's the most exciting matchups of the week or tips on how to make the most of your game day, Haley and Sydney keep it fun throughout the NFL season. So grab a drink, listen to us while you're sitting in traffic, but please don't do both at the
0: same time. Either way, get ready to Fangirl about football with us week after week. Week 13. Week
1: 13.
0: I can't believe that we're in week 13, meaning we only have four more weeks left. What is happening?
1: Yeah. It's like the, again, like Spongebob, 13 weeks later.
0: <laughs> yeah. 13 weeks later, half of the teams are done mm-hmm. and the other half are still, that's not true, not half, but we're.
1: Some of them. There's a few teams where we we can take it to the house, honestly. it's Now it's about um, what can we improve on not necessarily
0: how hard must it be to continue the season knowing that you have nothing really to play for anymore. I think like, it's I can understand really hard. Like I, it would be really hard to find the motivation unless I guess you're an in conference rival and you're like, screw it. I want to blow up their season. You know, like I want to blow up their playoff chances. <laughs> Otherwise I think it would be really hard to like show up to practice and pretend like anything matters. Cause it doesn't matter for this season.
1: But yeah. these guys
0: are all playing for their jobs. So I guess some of them in that sense, like matters for getting another job next year or, you know, finding a better job somewhere else.
1: Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think for like job performance, it matters. But in terms of like morale and like how everyone's feeling, I'm sure that's that's like a constant battle because they they are competitors. So it's like you want to win. You want to be. Like, you watch in-season in that- hard knocks. Um,
0: Have you been watching with the Cardinals?
1: No, not this season.
0: Okay. So I wasn't like super excited to watch it. Cause I don't have like very many favorite players on the Cardinals, mm-hmm. you know? Um, but I've been watching it anyway and they, you know, lost their last game that we've seen in the series. And, um, it was pretty much like their last shot to make a playoff run. Yeah, And just, you could tell like when everyone got into the locker room, the coach's speech was like short and sweet and like, Trying to say we gotta, you know, rest up, get ready for next week, like continue to just play hard. And you could just tell everyone was like, Yeah, all right, coach. Yeah. Yeah, sure. We're, Great. we're surviving, not thriving. Yeah. <laughs> Can't wait for next week's game. That doesn't matter.
1: Yeah. Um and I'm so, sure yeah. it's different too when it's very early in the season that well, you, can you tell still have that a chance. We can it. Yeah, like oh, versus yeah. it was very when it's very like the Texans, when it's very early in the season that like this is not gonna be the year versus like you have a chance and it doesn't go your way versus even players on the team where like you're a veteran and you're on the fence about like whether you're going to continue playing or not. And then you're also losing. Like, I just feel like everybody is going through so many motions in their head. Um,
0: yeah, that's probably really
1: rough. Yeah.
0: Good point about knowing that you're going into a rebuilding season versus you should be good. And then you Mm -hmm. have a terrible season, like the Rams.
1: (laughs) Oh man. Yeah. We'll get to that too. (laughs) Okay. So this
0: week we had five different matchups of, um, you know, teams that are currently in playoff position. So for me, this was like the first, you know, NFL weekend, maybe this entire season where I felt like the matchups were super even or a lot of them anyway, were like really good games that you were actually interested in watching until the end. Yeah. Um, so we had Tennessee versus Philly. Washington versus the Giants, the Jets versus Minnesota, Kansas city versus Cincinnati, and then Miami versus San Francisco. I watched red zone pretty much all day Sunday so that I could get like good clips and bits of all of them. Um, but do any of the games from there stick out that you want to start with? Oh, I mean, it's easy. We can go Ooh. right back to Kansas city. and Cincinnati.
1: Say, yeah. Let's just do it. Get a good
0: rematch of the AFC championship from last year. Um, I am obsessed with the fact that Joe Burrow is Patrick Mahomes' daddy. Um <laughs> I,
1: quote I and a quote for me. I love
0: <laughs> that the Bengals go in there and have just figured out the Chiefs.
1: Yeah. That's what it's It's not like the Chiefs are out of match. it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And it's not like it's not a close game. Like the Chiefs are always in these games, but it's always just about Finishing one point above the Chiefs, you know, yeah. and in this exact same scenario, they finished one, um, you know, possession above like three points. Field yeah. goal that was it. So it was a one score game, and um, it was a really good one. But I'm just like so glad that the Chiefs lost. <laughs> yes.
1: I think, um, I don't, it's so interesting to watch these quarterbacks go against each other because. I mean, we talked about this in our Home Alone recasting, but Joe Burrow is so, like, he is so in his element. And I feel like the tougher the matchup, the more in his element he is from, like, a humble perspective. And I think just watching both of them and how they attack on offense, Joe Burrow has, comes from more, like, a calm, like, cool and collective place. And Patrick, I feel like it's he's kind of scattered. And it's always, like, trying to rebound from the last play. And I think it's really interesting when they play each other, you really see the differences.
0: Yeah. Patrick Mahomes just has like energy at yeah. all times. Not that Burrow doesn't, but like you said, he definitely is calm, cool and collected. Even in his interviews, he's just yeah. super just calm. Cool. I will say like, he definitely does seem like a humble dude, but at the same time has so much self-confidence, yeah. um, which is also just kind of amazing. Like he's not surprised when he goes out there and beats, you know, the likes of Patrick Mahomes and Travis yeah. Kelsey and all those guys. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I just like love the attitude that comes off of him in these big, you know, situational games. This was a really big game in terms of um, AFC standings as well, because mm-hmm. this was not only, you know, just a rematch, this was an interconference um, game. And yeah. so, with a Chiefs loss, it, you know, and amongst other things that happened perfectly for Bills fans, um, this did project the bills back into the number one position in the AFC. Boop, boop, boop. And um, so, yeah, I mean, I couldn't be more excited about the outcome there. Yeah. Go. Okay, cool. So some of those other games um, let's talk a little bit about Miami versus San Francisco. This was another one that was on everybody's radar because it was one of the first games I'd say that the dolphins um, had at least in a while where they were playing a playoff contending team. And, um, And so everyone was kind of wondering what Tua was going to look like. Is he going to be able to put up the same numbers that he has been in past weeks and what that was going to look like versus, you know, San Francisco, who has been on an absolute roll lately. So,
1: yeah, um,
0: it was definitely an interesting game, especially because Garoppolo broke his ankle. Yeah, (laughs) his foot, his foot, broke his His foot. foot.
1: Yeah, broken, snapped it. Oh, sorry, that was pretty graphic. But yeah, I feel like... Just feel bad they're just their quarterback situation this season is just just so I feel unlucky bad
0: because not only do I feel like they kind of prematurely pushed him out of that position but like yeah. he came back and played well yeah <laughs> you know like he came back and played well now to break his foot and that whole situation like you said the quarterback thing is just going to be up there again for them and it's just very it's a weird turnover that they've got going on in that position yeah. Um, And I didn't know their backup at all. Did you know anything about him? Nope. And nope. then when that happened, I was like, great. Okay, the Dolphins are definitely going to win. This is going to be another easy game. And boy, was I wrong. <laughs> yeah. Which I'm glad I was wrong. It was a really good game. Fun to watch. Christian McCaffrey is a beast. Mm-hmm. That guy, give Christian McCaffrey the ball give all game. Ball, every time. Yeah. And he will run it down your throat. But then mix that with having Debo Samuel and like it's just it was like unstoppable. It was really, really fun to watch. And then seemed like second half they just truly were, you know, they had figured it out. Everything clicked. They were scoring unanswered points. I mean, it was just they had it all rolling.
1: Yeah. So 49ers, you got yourself another little quarterback that can hang. We'll see.
0: Yeah. I mean, I would imagine that they rely on the run game, you know, yeah. a lot. Um, but they also have an incredible defense. So, <laughs> you know, that's that can be it's the same as other teams that rely on the pass game. So why yeah. not? Why can't it work?
1: Yeah. I'm sure they're right. having a lot of conversations about that as we're nearing the end. What does this look like in the last four games?
0: For sure. Yeah, I mean, things there are definitely just like there are winning in situations. There are, you know, you control your own destiny situations. There are you can't lose another game situation or you're out like it's just down to that point where every single game matters.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, Let's talk about Tennessee and Philly. So I think, too, with Philly, when you've got a team that has such an incredible record, you're just like waiting for the other shoe to drop. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and you're thinking, okay, maybe it's a team like Tennessee that can come in and do it?
1: Mm-mm.
0: Nope. Nope. No, we've got another uh, Philly win, which good for them. I mean, this team is like
1: – Not good for yelling. them. It is not good for me.
0: <laughs> you're right. You're in the same division, so I don't look at it the same. I'm like, okay, I'll see them in the Super Bowl. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I mean, okay, let's objectively look at, even though I just like talked a bunch of shit about the Chiefs. Objectively, if we're looking at the Eagles, they still look dominant. Yeah. Um, They still look like the team that's top of the NFC. Yeah.
1: All- but there's
0: also like, how many games truthfully can you win? And do you want to peak all season? And then maybe you have a bad game in the playoffs? Or do you want to kind of get all those bugs out during the season and then coast your way into the playoffs and hopefully like really have it going?
1: Yeah. I always think, I always think about that of like peak performance, also injuries. Like if everything's kind of been going your way, like what, what if anything is going to snap and win? Because I, and I feel like all the pressure builds like, okay, you're, you're doing this. It's like, is it, are we going to keep going or is something going to
0: happen? Yeah. And there's pressure on yourself because you know that you should be beating every team because you have yeah. already. Um, and there's also pressure, like everyone else expects you to win. And so, yeah, it, I, sometimes I always say like, I don't like when my teams are, the only ones that are being talked about about like mm-hmm. being the best team and all this stuff because i'm like oh no no i just want them to like play with that underdog mentality yeah, you know? yeah. like i want to want them to come in scrappy and fighting and however they could just be that team that proves everybody wrong and has an incredible season and then continues to have an incredible season i mean it's very possible
1: yeah they so could, it could be it could literally come down to the super we'll Bowl. See.
0: I'm happy for Jalen Hurts, though. I really didn't know much about his story before this season now that he was playing so well, just kind of like reading more about him and him getting impressed and all those things. Like, I didn't realize his college career Excuse me, and how he was kind of benched and like all of this adversity that he went through to even get to where he is. So it's it is cool to see somebody like that, like really, um performing at such a high level right now. It's yeah, kind of like man, you know what, you deserved it. You worked your ass off, and you never gave up, and never stopped believing
1: in yourself. And yeah, hey, you are. Yeah, definitely an underdog story. Yeah. Um while we're discussing this game and the titans something interesting happened this week too the gm of the titans was fired um which being like so interesting just because of the season and season past seasons that they've had um and they were just citing that they didn't like the way that the roster was looking and going um I'm sure you got a nice little a little package on the way out. A little severance package. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um but yeah, that that news broke this week and I was like, dang, like we can't even just get through this season, you know? So many front office changes that's like, you know, like again, it's front office not on the field, but it does affect <laughs> the entire organization, so.
0: Yeah, for sure. And I guess you do start to wonder like when you've got a guy like Derrick Henry and some of the other guys on the team, why they're not dominant again, like I've yeah. been in some of these years past, but I don't know if I'd immediately look to the GM. Exactly. Because like, I might look has- at the quarterback situation yeah. and other things before then, but this is also me like not knowing the rest of their team super heavily. Like I don't know all of their position players and things like that, but um For a while there, I think the problem was that they built the team around Derrick Henry and they built Mm -hmm. it to have him run the ball as much as possible and some teams started figuring out if you can take him out of the equation, like maybe there's not much else left. And so maybe that's kind of where they're noticing some issues um, in like past drafts and things like that. Okay. Let's talk about one of my favorite people ever right now in the NFL. Um, His name is Taylor Heineke. I um this is again another guy that i didn't necessarily follow like heavily knew yeah. of him like a little bit of background but then he shows up in what can only be described as straight out of peaky blinders uh some this amazing suit he had like a little monocle type of thing attached to the three piece vest that he was wearing and like a driver's hat, like one of those old school bus driver hats. I can't, I don't even know what they're called. He looked (laughs) incredible. Not only does he like, I just love that he's stepping into this role of their QB one with such swag and confidence. He's like, it was giving great Gatsby. Totally. Yeah. He was also like so um, humble a couple of weeks ago when they were like, yeah, this could be your last game thinking like they might bring in another, you know, different quarterback. Yeah. But then he just kept winning games. And I was like, no, you're not going anywhere, dude. Yeah. Keep buying those Nikes because, you know, he (laughs) buys a pair of um, Jordans every time he beats a team in the color of the team's
1: jerseys. I I think that's
0: incredible.
1: What a perfect way to build your collection. Uh, right so
0: good um he did tie this week though so let's talk about Mm -hmm. the washington commanders and the new york giants i did say i wonder if he still gets maybe he gets one shoe he gets the left shoe (laughs) if he ties he doesn't get the full set
1: (laughs) or maybe just the laces
0: just the laces yes (laughs) (laughs) um so this was an interesting game these two teams have uh maybe the same i gotta look this up very similar if not the same record right now and um the tie actually works in favor for both of them more than one of them getting a loss, obviously in terms of yeah. playoff standings, but it was um, just actually, interesting to see this, you know, division matchup. Yeah.
1: Um, the giants are one game behind the commanders. So, okay. But there it's, you. it's seven, four and one and seven, five and one. So,
0: okay. Yeah. The giants have definitely been they're on a bit of a losing streak right now. Mm-hmm. Um, um, but I will say I, they're much, much better team. I think than anybody expected this year yeah. Their record where they are now is like evening out. I think a little bit more to where maybe people thought that they could end up with, you know, the new coach and GM situation. Mm-hmm. Um, I love Ron Rivera. I'm, I always rooting for the commander's success. He's like such a nice guy and they're definitely in that underdog type of situation. Like nobody yeah. is expecting the commanders to come in and, you know, make the playoffs, let alone like do well, possibly in the playoffs. I mean, last year, I know that they had an incredible defense and they were definitely going to build on that, but like, you know, the 49ers and some of these other teams, they had a weird quarterback rotation situation and like, didn't know who was going to start and didn't really have like a strong, you know, QB one option. So it's just been really cool to see um, Taylor Heineke step up like that and just continue to take his team, hopefully to the promised land. (laughs) the goal keep
1: going surviving just
0: keep going the goal is to make the playoffs and then figure it out from there right at that point it's like you just got to figure out the next game yeah Um, one play at a time one play at a freaking time okay so the last game of uh this week with you know against teams in playoff position was the jets versus the minnesota vikings bum bum be dum be dum dum day um (laughs) Thank you, Lizzo. And back to you, Sydney. <laughs> um, yeah, so that musical break just totally threw me off. Sorry that about good. that. I just, I, I just wanted to keep <laughs> singing the song. Yeah, so the Vikings and the Jets. Vikings
1: take care of the Jets, 27 they,
0: sure, they sure do. Close game. Yeah. Um, Definitely some like big mistakes on both sides, great things on both sides. I think what was really interesting here was obviously the Jets made a big change at quarterback.
1: Yeah. Um
0: and it honestly looked like a good change for them. I hate to say that like as a, you know, in division rival, but I think Zach Wilson just lost his job.
1: Yeah, I was going to say. Mike came ready to play.
0: How about? I mean, he was uh, the He's- Jets players wearing his t-shirt while traveling on the plane. Whoa, I missed that. Yeah. It said what's Mike's last name? The new quarterback? White. Mike White. White. They literally had t shirts that said Mike White with like his picture, and there were multiple guys wearing them on the plane to travel. I'm like cute and supportive, but also like F E oh, Zach staff. Wilson.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's, it's it's a little shady.
0: But... <laughs> well, he was a bit shady last week and just like yeah. kind of immature and yeah. you know, not just didn't seem like a leader at all. Yeah. Mike White's like I'm here, bitches. Let's go. (laughs) That was the vibe I got.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's cool, though. I like that.
0: Okay, but what are we what are we feeling about Kirk Cousins? Oh, you know what? I have to say this before we get into Kirk Cousins. My favorite thing now is new little Kirk Cousins that's been going to the games the last couple of weeks. Have you seen the little boy that's a fan? That's um, a fan, of it. yes. And he comes shirtless with all of the chains that's what he wears to <laughs> the game. And he's there like with his mom, his mom's next to him. I'm like, you're so yes. cute, you're my favorite. <laughs>
1: that is so cute, yeah. I yeah,
0: I, I love him. Um, I'm still not – it's so funny. Their record's really, really good. I'm just still not, for whatever reason, totally convinced that they're as good as their record. Yeah. And they beat my team, so I don't even know why I'm saying that, but I just still have that feeling. They're 10-2 and and, you know, have definitely won their division well beyond – you know, the Packers, the Lions, and the Bears are in their division. So, like, they honestly could have – they could have lost. Let's look. Could have lost four other games and still mm-hmm. been in the lead. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's it's uh it's interesting. I don't know why I feel that way. I, I think it's mostly because I feel like if Justin Jefferson got hurt tomorrow, they're totally done. Mm. Like I just genuinely believe that most of their team is Justin Jefferson being able to make incredible catches, and he is incredible.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: But there's not like a ton else that I'm watching where I feel like, wow, their run game is amazing or their defense is amazing. Like it's just yeah. other. If someone figures out how to take out Justin Jefferson, you beat the Vikings. Their two losses are to who? Let's see. Um, I'm looking it up now. So the Eagles. Okay, yeah. well that makes sense. The other team that's got a winning record 11 and one above them. And then the 49ers. So 49ers incredible defense. So I guarantee you that that, you know, those two games, those defenses figured out how to double team Justin Jefferson effectively um, while still having, you know, I don't know whether they were playing man to man or zone or whatever the case may be. I got to go back and like do a little digging there. And I would imagine so are all of the other, you know, coaches and people that are watching tape that are needing to watch them. How do we
1: take out Justin Jefferson? Yeah. They like key to the game. Just Justin Jefferson key to the game. Right. (laughs) I mean,
0: I think it is. I know sometimes like, or not sometimes, but NFL is incredibly complicated. Football is incredibly complicated. There are so many nuances and all of these like, you know, niche things that I don't know that make a difference in the game. But sometimes, sometimes I also think things are quite obvious. Yeah. Like there is a reason that we all as fans sit on our couch and yell at the tv or tweet things out immediately after they happen because we're all seeing the same shit yeah we're all sitting here going why don't they have multiple people on justin jefferson they're throwing him the ball every play and so like for me sometimes i think that kind of stuff is obvious and that is like you know if the bills happen to have to play them again hmm we'll see we'll not see not. what happens this could be that good um, that's really all I wanted to kind of go over. However, I would like to just give you a second to, um, brag about the Cowboys. Um, you have, you have, <laughs>
1: oh, did you see, did you see, <laughs> oh, I, I, it's saw. Instagram. oh okay. I just mean like the, you know, when like the social media managers post on Twitter and Instagram, like we won. Yeah. Um, oh, is it gone? Wait, where was it? I thought it was here. Did they say we put a
0: beat down? Yeah, on? it was it was a meme
1: <laughs> with it, and I thought it was funny because normally it's just like the the graphic, but they yeah. put a meme. Um, yeah, what a beat down! Honestly, Listen, so proud. <laughs> the Colts suck,
0: right? Like they're yeah. terrible. Yeah. However, to put up fifty-four points on anybody is not
1: easy. <laughs> yeah, like what a great um. What a Nobody great should be able you know? to
0: score fifty-four points in the NFL. That's how you know something is so unbelievably lopsided. Yeah, you know, like that shouldn't be a thing. Um, I wonder I, what the over/under was on that game because it was definitely the over. Um, also, yeah, did you follow any bit of OBJ's um, visit?
1: Um, <laughs> yeah, yes. I'm, I'm so confused. Like, it's did still you see there,
0: right what they the... came out and said today? <laughs>
1: <clears throat> Did it this was Adam
0: Schefter or Ian <clears throat> Rapoport um, reported that the Dallas Cowboys are concerned yeah. with OBJ's um, recovery from his yeah, ACL from his...
1: injury. Yeah. Well, I'm to me, I'm not concerned.
0: <laughs> I, are you I not mean, concerned because you just want him so bad because he's exactly. OBJ?
1: I think you, but I think with, with injuries, you're never going to know unless you give someone a shot. I think because OBJ comes with like a high price tag, but it it is concerning because you're like, oh, we don't want to like make a mistake. End up well, you don't want to spend all your us. money and then and then have to get rid of other people next right, year. Right, right. Going
0: to be, you know.
1: Um, but I don't know. Starts. I think I I honestly think that comes from conversations like with Odell coaching staff, front office of like being honest about how your recovery is, being honest about how you are. Like, I I think sometimes. People either try to come back to those guys
0: can be when money like that is on the line. You have, I think you
1: have to be because then you walk in
0: there and say, you know what? I'm not where I think that I should be unless he's willing to take a huge pay cut, but he doesn't even need to say it because he worked out. He did a workout with them and that's why they're like, Ooh, I don't know. So that's kind of what's interesting.
1: And then, and then I think it's just, It's just on him. Like, you have to be honest with yourself, dude. Like, are you going to get out here and get tackled one time and it's going to be over? Well, I know
0: he wants money, but like the one-year contract might be the way to go. I don't know. Yeah, just.
1: Or maybe that's why he
0: wants a multi-year deal because he knows he's not where he necessarily was and it's more guaranteed money. I'm not sure.
1: Yeah, it's kind of tricky, but I think you have to, I think from a front office decision, you have to they have to play it out because if not someone else is going to take him and then you also don't want to be looking at like dang could I add that you know <laughs> like right um, well
0: and essentially you don't technically need him until yeah playoffs like we could hold up a- hold off another you know wait till January
1: yeah clearly he's enjoying his he's- time in Dallas He's has the Mavs game he's hanging out with players so that
0: was the other thing i found interesting was that that was really
1: the only tour
0: that had any type of press about obj if you Mm -hmm. notice like he went and did a visit with the bills after they won their game on thursday night heard nothing yeah he heard that they where he um that he might have eaten some wings i mean you could pretty much guess what he's gonna do to in buffalo when he goes to buffalo there's there's not an nba team to go watch um (laughs) but he had like a private dinner with the chef that works for or cooks for all of the guys. Um, but we heard nothing else. Like they didn't talk about it. They didn't give any kind of background. Even Von Miller was like, I haven't really discussed it. It went well. We're just kind of keeping it on the low. But I'm like, OK, yeah. don't <laughs> keep, keep it on the low. Could you give us a little more,
1: please? Well, please. I I think the Cowboys in itself, they, they are flashy. So it's it, it, it'd probably be, you know, conversations That's on so all sides of being like, hey, let the pictures fly, let the photos fly, follow him, give it to the media, like, you know, like good press for the the Cowboys. Yeah. Let the media talk about it. I think I think that just makes sense. But I could see also the flip side of the bills being hush hush. The conversation is in these four walls and it's not escaping. Um, And it's just how I guess. Well, and
0: I could also see the bills being like, okay, if we worked him out, too, and we have the exact same like apprehensions about his recovery, like, we don't want anyone else to know that, or yeah. that we're like thinking that way. We yeah. want to spend all your money on a guy that we think maybe isn't actually ready for, you know, whatever. And, uh, yeah. but yeah, it's it'll be interesting to see how this plays plays out. There's no specific date that he has to, or is there a specific date that he has to sign by? It's got to be coming Ooh. soon.
1: He's yeah, done with his like tours. I don't, I don't, I don't think to, his, I'd have to his <laughs> tour. I'd have to um. He's done with his I'd college to tours. Play. Yeah. <laughs>
0: um no he's just waiting for his admission letter yeah I don't know it'll be really interesting to see but otherwise next week we've got some you know every week now here on out like we said it's a good good matchups yeah um and really important games so it'll be
1: interesting um to see how things
0: go I guess
1: today uh um Baker Mayfield got picked up by the Rams so that'll be wow what us what poor Baker man Um, Oh, he's just being passed around now at this point. Um, Yeah. So, but the Rams need someone. So we'll take anybody.
0: Yeah. I mean, who knows? Maybe it takes one different type of coach to help him. Yeah. Kickstart things. I I don't know. I also, just because we're talking about uh, headlines and stuff, like how about Tom Brady being typical Tom Brady last night? Doesn't that kill you? Kills me. Like, just go away.
1: (laughs) Go away! I know. I literally Um, was like, I was like, oh, yeah, that's going to be it. Um, Yeah. I've been watching
0: him, like, beat my teams in the last, well, forever, but also just in the last, you know, two minutes so many times that when they were down by, like, what was it, 12 or 13, something stupid. Yeah. yeah. I was like, like, they're not out of it. He's still going to somehow come back and win
1: this game. Yeah, it's something like, I think in those like really high pressure moments, he's so used to being in them that something just turns on. And it's like, oh, you yeah, you see like a mathematician, like they're like, boom, like I solved the problem. He's doing that on the field. And he's like, yeah, he blacks out. Here, yeah. If this person moves here, I can throw it here. And, I, and he's just doing all the plays like he sees the end of the game. Totally. And it's insane. Like he just he just lives in football like he is football. So, yes.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I know. Oh, man. Hi, yay, yay. (laughs) All right. Well, we'll be back next week to chat more NFL. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at show
1: And go find Sydney at... At Sydney underscore Faith underscore. Yeah. And go find Haley. (laughs) At Haley Clover. (laughs) Um, Yeah.
0: And we'll be chatting along and putting out some Christmas vids and things here and there. So we look forward to next week.
1: Yeah. Please like, share, and comment. Thank you. (laughs) Okay, bye.
0: Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.